What's going on, everybody? Welcome on into the week 10 episode of JWB's Wide Receiver Weekly Rankings. I am Wyatt here to break down my top 24 wide receivers for you, for all the returning viewers out there. We appreciate you greatly. For anyone out there that is new to our channel, this is JWB. We aim to help you crush all of your competition. If you enjoy this video, please like and subscribe. It would mean the world to us as we get on our way to our goal of 2,500 subscribers by the end of the year. Before I get into these wide receivers, though, I got to roll that intro. Welcome. You're listening to JWB Fantasy Football. Thanks for listening. Quick little disclaimer for this wide receiver rankings episode. When I recorded Thursday night, Nico Collins didn't look like he was going to be downgraded to out for this Sunday, but that is what happened to him. So obviously that changes my rankings in this show as he was included in there. Basically what it does is it takes him out. Tank Dell moves up a couple spots. Everybody behind Nico Collins moves up one. And then Chris Godwin enters as my wide receiver 24 on the week. But you can check jwbfantasyfootball.com for the updated rankings from me and make sure to check up by Sunday for those last minute rankings from all of us. Appreciate y'all. Some quick notes before I get into these wide receivers. As always, when I reference points per game, I'll be referencing half PPR fancy points as that is what our rankings are based off of. And everyone out there, after you use all these ranking videos that we put out, Make sure if any big news happens on Sunday, you come back to our website, jwbfantasyfootball.com. We're going to be working tirelessly up until game time to make any changes that are necessary based on any news that comes out that morning. So make sure you check back in if need be as those changes happen. And also, before I get in here, if you disagree with any of these wide receiver rankings, you think I'm too low, too high on anybody, please jump down in the comments. Let me know. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. All right, wide receiver 24 from the this week is Amari Cooper. He is ECR, wide receiver 26. I'm a little bit ahead here. I understand why people are a little bit scared in the Fantasy Pros ECR as he's playing the Ravens, who are the second worst matchup for wide receivers this year. Amari Cooper has 11.6 points per game this year, but in games with Deshaun Watson, where he has started and finished those games, Amari Cooper averages 15.3 points per game. Quite the difference there. Now, I don't expect 15.3 half PPR points in this game exactly. That's why he's down here at wide receiver 24. But I want to show why I'm a little bit ahead of ECR, even though it's a really bad matchup, because I know what he can do with Deshaun Watson being there. And Deshaun Watson looked pretty healthy last week. Wide receiver 23 for me is Marquise Brown. He's ECR wide receiver 24, playing the Falcons, who are the 12th worst matchup for wide receivers. But the big thing here, Kyler Murray returning back to action, his first start recovering from that ACL tear. And last year, in the games that Marquise Brown and Kyler Murray played together, Marquise Brown averaged 13.7 points per game. Also, with Kyler Murray returning from a ACL injury, I would expect him to run a little less, which means that there will probably be more pass attempts than normal in this game, which is only a good thing for Marquise Brown as he is easily the number one target for that offense. Wide receiver 22 for me is Tyler Lockett. He is ECR wide receiver 19, so I am a little bit behind here, as you can see. He's playing the Commanders, who are the third best matchup for wide receivers. All great things. But this year, he's only wide receiver 37 with 9.9 points per game. And also, he has a career low yards per target this year with only 7.1. He's really been failing to hit on some of these big plays that he's made a career out of, and that's really kind of lowered his play and his fantasy you know 
outcome projection that he's got. So that's why I'm a little bit behind here, despite the good matchup. Also, it's worth noting that Jackson Smith and Jigba is really getting involved here lately. And I think if he's going to take anyone's snaps away, it'll be Tyler Lockett. Though I do expect all three of Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, and Jigba and DK Mack have to play a lot of snaps. I don't really think that Tyler Lockett's snaps are going to go down necessarily. I'm just saying that with Jackson Smith and Jigba becoming a bigger part of the offense, if he takes away from anybody, it's my expectation that he takes away from Tyler Lockett. Wide receiver 21 for me is Tank Dell. He is ECR wide receiver 22, playing the Bengals, who allow the 13th least points to wide receivers this season. But Tank Dell, quietly, because he's had a little bit of injury dealt with, He's wide receiver 18 on the year with 12.3 points per game in what has become this high power passing offense for the Texans with CJ Stroud at QB, really raising the floor and ceiling of that offense as a whole with his dynamic play. Wide receiver 20 for me, Tank Dell's teammate, Nico Collins. He's ECR wide receiver 21. As you see him one spot ahead on both of these wide receivers for the Texans playing the Bengals, as I mentioned. Nico Collins, though, a little bit better year than Tank Dell. He's wide receiver 14 on the year with 13.1 points per game. Wide receiver 19 for me is Deontay Johnson. He's ECR wide receiver 16, another player here where I'm a little bit behind on. He's playing the Packers, who are the ninth worst matchup for wide receivers this year. He's wide receiver 20, though, on the year with 11.9 points per game on that 25.5% target share. And as soon as he came back from injury, really reestablished himself as the main target in that offense. I'm just a little bit behind here because I think this is a game that's going to be really low scoring, not a lot of plays. Both these offenses are pretty bad. Uh, I think that the Steelers are going to do a good job of being able to shut down a lot of the Packers' offense and might rely on their run, running game a lot more than they are able to in most games. Wide receiver 18 for me is Christian Christian Kirk. He's also wide receiver 18. Playing the 49ers, who, despite being a very good defense, are beatable through the air by wide receivers as they are the sixth best matchup for wide receivers. Christian Kirk this year, 11.3 points per game, which is wide receiver 24. He's had a little bit ups and downs, really bad week one, then was thriving, and then came back down to earth a little bit. But I think in this game, going up against that Really good 49ers pass rush. Uh, Christian Kirk is going to be relied on a little bit more in this game for Trevor Lawrence uh, with some of those underneath targets. Wide receiver 17 for me is DJ Moore. He's ECR wide receiver 20. Ahead here, three spots playing against the Panthers as I record. At halftime, seven targets, four catches, 49 yards. Also had one carry for one yard. So a good start to the game. Uh, A solid outing so far at halftime. Hopefully that continues. And being ahead of the ECR works out for me here. Wide receiver 16 for me is Debo Samuel. He is Fantasy Pro's ECR wide receiver 17. Playing the Jaguars for the 12th best matchup for wide receivers. Debo Samuel returning from injury this week. Uh, Tale of two seasons so far for Debo Samuel. Those first three games came out gangbusters, 16.7 points per game. Although in that third game, Brandon Ayuk did not play in that game. Still, we know how talented Debo Samuel is, but then injuries came into play. And he's really been shooken up since then. Coming back in this game, though, looking to actually be healthy now. I'm expecting some good things from Debo Samuel. Wide receiver 15 for me is Terry McLaurin. He is ECR wide receiver 14. Playing the Seahawks, who allow the 10th most points to wide receivers this year. 
Now, he leads the commanders with a 20.1% target share, which isn't even that high of a target share necessarily, especially not for a wide receiver one like Terry McLaurin is. But that's because the commanders spread the, spread the ball around a lot. What makes up for this is that the commanders lead the NFL in pass attempts. So despite him only having that 21.1% target share, because the commanders pass the ball so much, he's getting the same amount of volume as a lot of other wide receiver ones. And we know how talented Terry McLaurin is. Wide receiver 14 for me is Devontae Adams. He's ECR wide receiver 15, playing the Jets, who are the worst matchup for wide receivers. Now, it's been bad for Devontae Adams lately. There's no other way to put it. Last five weeks, under 10 fantasy points in each game. But he is still rocking a 29.6% target share. In the two games he's played with Aiden O'Connell, he has 20 total targets with him. The volume is there. Devontae Adams is extremely talented. I don't think Aiden Connell is that bad. I think he's a good enough of a quarterback to support fantasy assets. This is not a good matchup, but that's why he's down here at wide receiver 14, ECR wide receiver 15, as opposed to being top 10 like normal. Wide receiver 13 for me is DK Metcalf. He is ECR wide receiver 12. As I mentioned, like I said with Tyler Lockett, the commanders are the third best matchup for wide receivers. And look, I know, I keep saying this basically every week, DK Metcalf is mostly disappointing us. But he's too dang talented. This offense is too good. It's too good of a matchup. Like, the big week is coming one of these weeks. We know it's going to happen. I am one spot behind ECR purposely because he has been, you know, disappointing to this point. Hopefully that comes this week. Wide receiver 12 for me is Garrett Wilson. He's ECR wide receiver 13, playing the Raiders, who give up the seventh least points to wide receivers this year. But I believe that ranking is a little bit fraudulent as the Raiders are a team who get run on a lot, so teams don't necessarily pass against them all that much. But Garrett Wilson, 30.2% target share, at least 12 targets in four games this year, including his last three games. The volume is there. He is amazing. Zach Wilson is bad, but Garrett Wilson is succeeding despite that. He should be in for a good week. Wide receiver 11 for me is Michael Pittman. He is also ECR wide receiver 11 playing the Patriots, who are the seventh best matchup for wide receivers this year. Michael Pittman, 12.8 points per game and on a 29.7% target share with Gardner Minshew. Uh, been much better with Gardner Minshew than Anthony Richardson this year. We've seen more of Minshew after that Richardson injury. I expect that very good volume to continue giving Michael Pittman this very, very good floor. The ceiling is only okay uh, with Gardner Minshew, but we know that the floor is so high and that he's a red zone threat that he can be a wide receiver one any given week. We just don't expect him to be wide receiver, you know, top five at any point. Wide receiver 10 for me is Brandon Ayuk. He's ECR wide receiver eight. Playing the Jaguars, who the 12th best matchup for wide receivers, as I previously mentioned. Tied for wide receiver 14 this year with 13.1 points per game. But he hasn't scored a touchdown since week one. So he really has some positive touchdown regression coming his way at any point. And we know how good he is, how good he's been playing. That connection with, with Brock Purdy has been very good this year. Brandon Ayuk, insane ceiling, insane floor, very good player. Wide receiver nine for me is DeAndre Hopkins, also ECR wide receiver nine, playing the Buccaneers who allowed the second most points to wide receivers this season. He had that big game two weeks ago in Will Levis's first game, scoring those three touchdowns. And, you know, we got super excited for DeAndre Hopkins, but tried to stay level-headed last week. 
It looked like he was on his way to another really good game as he had four catches for 60 yards in the first half, but then didn't catch another pass the rest of the game as that Steelers defense really slowed down the Titans offense and the pass rush got to Will Levis. Against the Buccaneers, who have been a terrible pass defense, and we really saw that come to fruition last week for the Houston Texans against the Buccaneers, I think that DeAndre Hopkins should have no trouble whatsoever scoring a high amount of fantasy points. And Will Levis has honestly looked much better than I think anybody really expected him to for the first couple games on the NFL field. Even last week in a disappointing game against the Steelers, he looked pretty good against that pass rush. Wide receiver 8 for me is Chris Olave. He's ECR wide receiver 10, playing the Vikings for the ninth best matchup. Four wide receivers. 25.1% target share on a 13.1 A dot so far this year. That is fantasy gold. High targets on a on a deep targets put together. That's what breeds fantasy points. Last week, as I've been told you to continue to ride with him, he scored his second touchdown of the year. But even with that, he has some positive touchdown regression coming his way. Chris Olave, because of that volume and uh, a dot is a very safe play with a very high ceiling. Wide receiver seven for me is Mike Evans. He's also wide receiver seven playing the Titans who give up the eighth most points to wide receivers on the year. Mike Evans himself is wide receiver 13 on the year with 13.5 points per game. He has double digit points in all but two games has been much safer of a play than he is in a lot of years while still having that ceiling. Wide receiver six for me is Adam Thielen, also the fantasy pros, ECR wide receiver six, playing the Bears as I record at halftime. Pretty disappointing. Four targets, caught three of them, but only eight yards. But also, the Panthers have only run 23 offensive plays at halftime because Amir Smith-Marset ran back a punt return for a touchdown. So they have less offensive plays than you would normally expect at this point in the game. Hopefully this, this changes in the second half and Adam Thielen's volume continues to go and he gets there for us. CeeDee Lamb is my wide receiver five. He is ECR wide receiver three. So I'm a little bit behind here, which is honestly a big difference when we're talking between three and five. He's playing the Giants who are a middle of the road team versus wide receivers. He's now up to wide receiver six on the year with 16.3 points per game, despite that slow start to the year. But the thing here for me is the the Giants will be starting Tommy DeVito at quarterback. The Cowboys already shut out the Giants once this year. I'm really afraid the Cowboys are going to be up so much in this game that they just don't pass very much. And it's possible that CeeDee Lamb gets there, you know, by halftime to reward the ranking of ECR wide receiver three. I don't want to bet on that. That's why I'm behind ECR here. Wide receiver four for me is Keenan Allen. He's ECR wide receiver five, playing the Lions, who are an average team against wide receivers. Keenan Allen himself, wide receiver five on the season with 16.7 points per game. And this game has the highest over-under of the week. So this should be a very high-scoring game. Keenan Allen should be in for a very big week. Wide receiver three for me is Amon Ra St. Brown. He is ECR wide receiver two, playing against the Chargers and Keenan Allen on the other side of that game. The Chargers, though, are the fourth best matchup for wide receivers. Amon Ross St. Brown this year, wide receiver seven, with 15.9 points per game on a 31.2% target share. As I mentioned with Keenan Allen, this is the highest over on, our, on the week. This should be a very high-scoring game. Amon Ross St. Brown, like Keenan Allen, 
should be a very high-scoring fantasy player. Wide receiver two for me is Jamar Chase. He's ECR wide receiver four. Another player here in the top five where I'm two spots different of, and that's a big difference when we're in the top five. He's playing the Texans for the third worst matchup, four wide receivers. But what does it for me here is that T. Higgins is expected to miss this game. The last time T. Higgins missed a game, Jamar Chase had 19 targets. And even still, when T. Higgins came back after that and was still working up and playing less snaps, Jamar Chase had 13 targets and 12 targets. So we know what the Bengals are, will do when T. Higgins misses the game. We've seen this before last year, previous years. When T. Higgins misses the game, Jamar Chase's involvement goes up even more, and he's so good that I've got to have him ahead at ECR here. Wide receiver one for me for week 10, Stephon Diggs, also ECR wide receiver one, playing the Broncos, who are an average team versus wide receivers. Stephon Diggs, though, playing some of the best football of his career and on pace for the best season of his career with 17.8 points per game, which is wide receiver four for the year. And he has no games under 10 fantasy points, literally the safest floor you can find while still having that very, very good ceiling. I appreciate all of you for hanging out with me as I break down these wide receivers for you. Like I said at the beginning of the show, tell me in the comments, where do you disagree? Where do you agree? Also, like I said at the beginning of the show, if you're not subscribed yet, please do so. It'd mean the world to us. It's the best way to support us on our way to that goal of 2,500 subscribers by the end of the year. You can follow me on Twitter at YB underscore FF. You can follow JWB on Twitter at Y or JWB underscore FF. Find all of our content and all of our rankings, including mine, Skylar's, and Tyler's at JWBFantasyFootball.com. In the description of this video, you'll find a link to our free Discord where there's conversations happening every single day. You'll find the link to our Patreon if you want to get any of our bonus content. Lastly, if you want to play some best ball and you're not on underdog yet, sign up with code JWB for a first-time deposit match up to $100. I appreciate all of you. I'll see you next time.